it's almost like you agree that just because a lot of people like something doesn't mean that it's the better way. Yeah. But I realize I'm, I realize again, just like you did, that I'm in the minority. <laughs> now, but like how people, does it like feel? people orange. <laughs> Welcome to our Film Fathers podcast. The definitive podcasts about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are two members of a Serbian hit squad, Martin and Brady. That look in your eyes is a pain in my ass. You know that, right? The secretary's dead. The president has invoked ghost protocol. We're shut down. No satellite, safe house, support, or extraction. The four of us and the contents of this car are all that remains of the IMF. This week... The Impossible Mission Force is back as we continue Mission Impossible March with Mission Impossible 3 and Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. After changing styles over the first couple of films, they are getting closer to the final formula, like the Fast and the Furious franchise, that will make these films the must events that we love. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I think, uh, um, I think these were two fun, really fun watches. Well, I mean, the third 10 years after the first one. Which is pretty, I mean, the gaps between them are way farther than I think I realized. Yeah, I agree. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I thought about it that way. Yeah, I mean, well, so just the, I know we talked about it with two last week. It was, was that five years, six years? Four years, sorry. Yeah, four Four. years, yeah. Um, And then, yeah, I saw 2006 and I'm like, wow. I mean, literally a decade after the first one. I mean, you can tell visually. Yeah. It's (laughs) a lot has changed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As we talked about, uh, like color. Um, But, it's it matters, and then it's another five years before Gross Protocol. Yeah, I mean, it's they really, and I and I I know some of the I read some of the behind the scenes, and some of it just delays switching of you know we can get into that, but yeah. um, it's just kind of crazy how much time goes th- past between them, considering they all make a lot of money. So it's not like they're just like all right, turn it around, we got to do, we're, we'll get another one out in two years. Yeah, and I mean I think J.J. Abrams just deserves a ton of credit for like he can wow. take. Oh, novel idea. Has anyone brought his name up in the world about getting credit for anything? Right. But like, but he, yeah, he takes, you know, an existing IP, existing source material and just makes it, I think, better every time. Like, I think he's done it with Star, he's done it with Star, Star Trek, Trek. Yes. first. Um, and those movies were really good. Um, Star Wars. And, and then I kind of like keep forgetting about this one, but he takes it and it just adds a lot of like heart to it i think it was like missing there was like a missing element to like humor and heart that yeah. i think the first two were lacking even though you know i said like i kind of i kind of enjoyed those but i think it's more because i know where it's yeah, i knew where it was leading to um and and this one was like the, the first one i think where it finally you know there's that like the believable love element um to it um and it just it seemed very very jj and I, I think it gets better when he steps away from it but i feel like he revives it yeah i was gonna say that when he jumps on board and you know directs the third one you can see the elements of it starting to change and starting to set kind of the groundwork there yeah and then like you said when he steps away he's still the producer yeah or an executive producer so he mm-hmm. kind of is in tom cruise's ear and tom cruise is in his ear and they kind of have like a idea of where they want to go with it and it really really changes it and i was i don't remember watching the third one like i it's not one that sticks out in my it was pretty good yeah i enjoyed it so i've i've always liked three and i feel like in our conversations martin i could be wrong but at least prior to this you really didn't think three was that good i, I don't remember it being as good as uh, i just remember the ones when they st- stopped numbering them being amazing yeah <laughs> you know like but but yeah i thought this one was I've, and, 
Go ahead. I was. I've I've always remembered this one because of Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> being the he bad was so guy, good. and he's so good, and that's so great. In my brain, I've always associated three as being like well, that was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like, he was awesome as the bad yeah. guy, and it doesn't. It's not without its flaws. Yeah, but and I think we'll probably say that about every one yeah. of these movies. But and you can say it about a lot of movies. Yeah, almost every action movie has right. something. But he alone is. I mean, again, not reinventing the wheel by saying that he's awesome. It was awesome, and yeah. obviously is is still missed. But it's, but I don't remember him being a, a villain really ever. And I think just the way he plays it so dry and it's it's so cold. believable. Cold. Yeah, that's the right word for it. Yeah, um, just super cold. And just the way he says, "I'm, I'm going to make her scream your name." <laughs> it's like, oh my he's, god, he's so good. And I think you're probably right. I think that's probably why it might have had more of an impact at the time because it was like. Whoa, whoa! Like Philip, Philip took a turn here, and he, you know, it was. It's cool to see people when they can pull it off to do that. Yeah. But on that note, I had a question. You know, so the the movie starts almost very literally said, like, is this the beginning? Like, it jumps into it's a bit of a cold open, the, right? yeah. <laughs> a bit. And my question to you guys is not specifically this movie. Specifically, but also yeah. in general, in general do you are like you that? a fan of kind of a foreshadowing dive into what's coming? And then they like build, lead up to that point, and then they have like a 20 minutes after that, point, right? Right in the movie. Yeah. I don't always love it. I think it was handled fairly well here. And, and yeah, I, I, I don't mind. I didn't mind it in this movie, I, but I don't always. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of cheap. I don't know in, in terms of like, if this was one of the first movies to do it or, or do it well, I don't think so. I think it was probably done well well before this. But um, I don't know how, how did you how did you feel about uh, it, uh, Johnny? What did you think? I didn't have as much of a problem with this as I did the opening sequence of the fourth one. But we'll get to that probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, so I didn't think I didn't particularly like it. Yeah. Uh, one reason is I think like the scene that comes after like, or. I guess they go more to like the intro of like him and her. So it's yeah. kind of like your intro to him being in a relationship. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, I kind of just would have literally started the movie right after. The, I, I'm fine starting it at a party with, yeah. and then letting that build the. I don't need her in trouble, you know, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. To be interested. Like, yeah. I don't know. You're already, I'm already in. Like, I, I right. turned it's it It's a Mission Impossible movie. Right. Like, I'm coming to see it for it. <laughs> but I, I think it needed, it needed some kind of cold open, like a, like the Bond movies do, right? Like, they always have some big action sequence in so the So I feel like the jailbreak like would have been the... the, the yeah, the, that could have been The okay. right open to the... No, that jailbreak was in the, the fourth, fourth one. one. They're starting to blur. I liked it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I but am, that's, but that, that I becomes blurred. kind of, I think, more of the formula, right? Like yeah. They yes. do some kind of big right. Bond-type action sequence, cold open. Um, Man, and I then, am blurring. Yeah. <laughs> well, to that point, that's what I actually wrote down in my notes. And actually, Jen mentioned it as well. She was like, this is starting to feel more like a Bond yeah. movie. I think, and, I think very much so. Oh, I think they adapted the conceptually part of that blueprint. Yeah. And you know you have. Hey, it works. <laughs> right. There's what twenty seven Bond films or twenty eight. Like yeah, they, they've been doing it for a while, guys. It's pretty tried and true. But um, yeah, I mean, you started seeing some of the some of the checklist items that they have that just play through the entire franchise, and we'll get into those later. Yeah. But but in, in in this one, the the party scene, yeah, it's that uh, that seemed very J.J. Abrams to me too, right? Like compared to how the first one after the the opening title sequence, it just goes into this like no music. They're in one room and they're talking about, 
you know, they're talking to John Voight. Lake and, Wanaka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it establishes that he can uh, he can read lips in this one. Still can read yeah. lips. Again, compared to that first one, I thought that that opening scene was just almost dry. Like, it almost, you almost, like, fall asleep when they're just talking about their mission. They're like, oh, what are we going to do? Yeah. And, yeah. and there's no, no other sounds. This one's like, there's camera cuts and close-ups of faces and, and it just feels more like a, yeah like a good almost like a good good drama I think it's really good filmmaking by like a good J. episode J. of Felicity <laughs> I mean almost right like yeah or, or Lost or something um, um, yeah the Lost connections abound in, in these though yeah, too right nope, I got that note in, in this one and, and the next one I just yeah I was just curious about that because I, I it jumped out to me as that, you know it, not particularly enjoying liking that part of it and, and it's it's kind of one of those uh you know bait and switch or whatever yeah they, yeah for sure like because then they pull off the mask and it's not it's she doesn't get shot and you you probably could have assumed that something Wait, like that is gonna happen there's a mask in this one <laughs> yeah. i know they didn't they didn't overdo it in this one right too much no no but they're married to it it's, it's, it's in every i think it's in every probably in every movie at this point it's yeah. there we're four for four that's for sure <laughs> yeah so to that point there was a couple of the different things that i started marking and i'm gonna keep these as we go good the franchise checklist so it's the mission delivery method Did mm-hmm. you guys enjoy that one uh was it the the disposable camera yeah oh the kodak the kodak that he looks into so you had that you had him obviously at the party did you see who the brother was oh aaron paul yeah yes i was like what from breaking bad jesse so i was surprised by white (laughs) (laughs) we gotta cook um you have uh the death of an imf agent uh felicity Felicity. (laughs) side Uh, note Love Carrie Russell. Oh, okay, I, w- I wasn't sure where you're gonna go with it, but yeah, uh, sure. well, I, for sure, I, you don't. But so I no, was I a huge fan of the Americans. Oh yeah, and uh, I haven't seen it yet. I, that's where I was, that's that's where I was going with the you don't comment. Yeah, you didn't uh, watch, but and you didn't either, John. John I started. Didn't. I didn't get all the way through. I had so you didn't either. Um, <laughs> it's on a lot of people's lists. It's been out like, for a while, yeah. so at this point, it, it feels like you're just not. Yeah, but you should because mm-hmm. it's really good. Yep, and this. For me, it was like, oh yes, like action. Carrie Russell is this. I needed her back in my life a little bit, so nice. I was happy to see her, albeit briefly. I'll be yeah. shortly. Yeah, <laughs> well trained. And then like the whole like action sequence when they go to rescue her and stuff. You start having the climbing slash falling stunts. Those start coming through in the film. Um, I think we've had one in every single film. Obviously, mm-hmm. cruise on a wire. I was gonna say like okay in so, the Vatican. You yeah. Know? Um, oh yeah, you get the full on. Uh, Reimagine. Yeah, of, it was an it was an homage. Yes, <laughs> where he's where he's definitely definitely almost touching the ground, you know, um, from with his stomach. Yeah. So yeah, as you continue through, you have an actress getting into or out of an exotic car for a big event. Oh, Maggie, Maggie Q in this one in the Lamborghini Gallardo. Love love Maggie Q. Yep, she'll be back in our lives in the coming uh, weeks. I think. Oh, she will. And then yeah, so I was reading more. I did a lot uh, of research because I was going down a rabbit hole. This movie was almost completely different. Yeah. So the sure di- was. The director that they had tagged at first was David Fincher. I kind of want to know what he I wanted to do. I kind of want to know what that would have been. <laughs> do you know like. who the villain was going to be with Fincher? Did you see that? I did not see his villain. Javier Bardem. Sylvester Stallone. Oh. Yeah. It could, I mean, it could work. You're not going to tell. You're not going to say outright without knowing that Fincher couldn't have made it work. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's not like that's an interesting... Right, that could have been interesting. Yeah, and then when he, when he fell out of the movie, then uh, 
Joe Carnahan. He left for he left to produce Lords of Dogtown or Lord of Dogtown. I think Lords of Lords of is that what it is? Does that sound right? That sounds right. Yeah, Lords of Dogtown. I think that's the skateboard one in California. But Fincher did that? No, he's he produced. Oh no, it's not. I don't think it's the skateboard one. That's damn it. Jeremy. That's Dog Boys or something. Yeah, it's like something in Africa. I think Dogtown and Z Boys or something like yeah. that. Maybe <laughs> Lords of Dogtown is different. I think. Yeah, he just produced it. He did direct it. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. So they brought in Joe Carnahan from Smoking Aces and the A-Team. Yeah. Soon to be from Smoking Aces. Yeah. This was before that. Well, right. But obviously we know him because we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. And he wanted Kenneth Branagh to be the bad guy. And then there was going to be a roles for Carrie Ann Moss and Scarlett Johansson. Again, all, all works. It would have worked. Well, Surprise. Cruz, to be honest, what I read is Cruz wanted is Carrie Ann Moss. Okay. He liked her from uh, Subject Zero, which I was unfamiliar with. And it just made one. me think of... Agent Zero. <laughs> uh, that'd be uh What is that? That's uh, Kramer on the uh, movie oh. phone. He's like, you selected Agent Zero? <laughs> Why don't you just tell me the movie that you want to watch? That's, I just saw Subject Zero. That's exactly what my brain was. It's like, uh, sorry. Random. random. Training. That's right. It's all, we're always welcoming a Seinfeld. Every, every time. It's good. So then Cruz, after delays and things like that, they all fall out. And it's rewritten because Cruz binged watched Alias and said, hey, let me get this J.J. Abrams guy. So then Abrams comes in and he starts bringing in people. He brings in Carrie Russell. He brings in uh, Michael Giacchino, um, who is, does the music. And he's done a ton of music going forward from Lost to Cloverfield to The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. He won an Oscar for Up. And he's done all of the Spider-Man. He scored all the Tom Holland Spider-Mans. You forgot one other person that came Greg Grunberg. Greg Gunberg. Yeah, that guy that's in everything that he does. <laughs> His yeah. uh, quote-unquote good luck charm. <laughs> Is that why? Yeah. That's why he keeps him around? Oh, that's good, what, good for he, him, man. In, uh... He gets to be in Star Wars because yeah. he's J.J. Abrams' good luck, <laughs> yeah. good luck charm. That's awesome. Sure does. <laughs> he's in uh, multiple franchises yeah. now uh, as a result. And again, they're all... I think, they, I think they've all... No, people argue about his... Uh, how much they they love them, but I think he's he's been a plus in all the ones that he's touched. So yeah, and then the big name actor for the IMF lead is Lawrence Fishburne in this one. Uh, previously, it was Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, but I love Lawrence Fishburne. I did too. I yeah. thought he did. I thought he could have. They could have used him a little bit more. But sure, I just love, know, I just love him and everything. And he, you know, he, he. I don't think he's ever really disappointed me. So yeah, he's one of those. <laughs> he was great. I I really enjoyed seeing him and. And seeing him in that role, um, being yeah. able to lead the team. Yeah, there was a lot of, uh, of potentially. Obviously, this movie could have been a lot different. One of the things, and this wasn't necessarily tied to the director by any means, but uh, Tanny Newton was supposed to be back and presumed to be part of the team moving forward. Um, but she opted to just focus on family and ended her run of in the Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible franchise. Yeah, that's kind of a what if. But that role was what eventually went to Carrie Ann Moss, and then that just all got cut out entirely. So Yeah. I wonder if that's the Maggie Q role, if that was what that became. Yeah, maybe. And then maybe the Carrie Russell role would have been the ScarJo role. But. ScarJo was the Carrie Russell, for oh, sure. Okay. That one I knew. Yeah. But. And then I also, I love Ving Rhames, too, like almost in everything. They everything kinda, he, he was a bit player. I mean, he was yeah. kind of... 
I'm merging him again. Yeah, you're merging. In the, <laughs> yeah. In the, in the, in the, yeah, in the fourth one, he just comes back for, for a little bit just to, just to be in every, be a computer. Yeah, I wonder if that's what it is. Probably just to, it be, is, like, to yeah. be involved with. But it. yeah, because he wanted to maybe introduce some other players, but, but yeah, he Which was, is smart, he was in this in one. Opinion. Yeah, it's, it's smart, but I always, I just always enjoy him since, since his time as Marcellus Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned, uh, the, mcguffin the mcguffin yeah the the rabbit's foot yep you don't really ever know what it is what nope. it can do but they the, you know they do have benji kind of like explain what what he thinks it might be his professor and, yeah uh... yeah his story of just like it's just uh what, what does he end up calling it just like a world ender or yeah something that's gonna yeah to kill all people on, on earth right so yeah i think i think it's funny how the in the first one um it was the knock list just the thing they have to get second one it's chimera or the chimera cure uh, and then in this one, it's yeah, the rabbit's foot. So it's it's fine. It's a thing in the tube, right? <laughs> that, <laughs> that's uh, that's that Billy rolling Crudup around. Car- yeah, Billy Crudup <laughs> carries around. He can't keep in his suitcase when he gets shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just so funny when things are gonna happen. And you like when you're paying attention to a movie, you're just like, would that really happen? Like, no, probably not. But, no, but whatever. you gotta see it. Yeah, <laughs> gotta get eyes <laughs> see on what it. it is. Did you anticipate the twist with Billy Crudup being the bad guy? Well, and I not I, Lawrence. I remember. Um, I do remember seeing. I knew there was a, what was a twist, but it, it it wasn't until a little bit later on that I'm like, oh yeah, I I, I think I remember that that Billy's Billy's the bad guy, and so much better. <laughs> He's. Uh, it's funny because we're watching the morning show right now, and so Billy Crudup is a primary care player in that mo- in that show, and so right when he came up, well, one, it's he obviously looks a lot younger. Yeah, um, and I'll say, yeah, I've Ma- seen him. Mary said he she thinks he looks a lot better now. Oh yeah, um, yeah. She thinks he's aged immaculately. So good good for good, good for, for him. Billy. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was I, I didn't necessarily remember it, but in my literally as soon as I saw him, I was like, bad guy. <laughs> he's just, he's just too squeaky the, clean looking, right? He's got a smirkish t- yeah. this smirk to him that uh Smugness. there you go. One of the SM words. Um but I didn't. I didn't remember that going in, but yeah, I was not at a, by any means surprised when that happened. Yeah, um, yeah. So for for kind of liking this one and what I thought, remembering at least a portion of it, I definitely didn't remember it all. So it it was fun to rewatch it. But I do think, despite some, I would say it kind of started weaning a little bit towards the end, which also seems to be a theme uh, with some of these that they just can't quite go start to finish without. Uh, lagging a little bit this one i felt like they had the exact same problem mm-hmm. um i still find it i still found it really entertaining and the action for me was really good i did have some complaints about the shootout on the bridge namely it seemed like they were really prioritizing civilian life oh more I so totally agree. <laughs> everyone get down get down it's like oh, hold on let's go help I'm like get you. everyone is 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 in play at yeah. this point. It, collateral damage is fine. Like we have a major problem happening here. <laughs> You're under attack. Got it. So women and children first in this day and age is. Uh, is <laughs> it really depends on who we're, what's happening in the, in the world. No, but I agree. Like the yeah, world is going to end otherwise. Right. Sorry. Yeah, let's get some perspective. Right? Yeah. You're a I, team I of people with weapons. We're like, all right, it's all you. We're going to make sure this guy's safe from, uh, even though he's not even in play at the moment. Right. And that's it. Anything else up the that bridge? That was a major I thought the, problem. Yeah, I thought the, but I thought the the action all, and, and again, compared to that, is that first Seven Mile movie, Bridge? Is, it, that, is that the Seven Mile Bridge? The one it? that they blew up in True Lies? I don't think that's True Lies. I don't think it's True Lies. There's been some, there's been, a, there's been many other movies, I think, have had some bridge scenes there, but. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Where is that? Is it Florida? No, I thought they were in like DC, weren't they? 
Oh, I don't think that's DC. Well, was it? I think it was supposed to be. Like, oh, supposed well, to be, but that's fine. Actually but that doesn't exist. There is what you're saying. Yeah. I don't think that exists as uh, somewhere in the Keys, Florida. Those, those it's in Florida. Okay. Yeah, it might be the True Lies. Actually, now that it, yeah, it is. Okay, I think so. Yeah, nice. It's got enough room for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> True Lies was filmed half a mile down. But the road. I just, I just think they're both these, filming at the same time. Actually, <laughs> all the action. And again, this might just be because it's uh, because it's a newer movie, as as you always say, Brady. But um, but yeah, it all, it all looked. So much better than you know than when we started in '96. Um, oh my gosh! I mean, it's alarming. It's, it's significant, significantly, yeah. significantly better. And uh, just yeah, just look. But, but then again, yeah, True Lies looked good too, and that was before Mission Impossible. Yeah. Right? yeah. So. But yeah, if you if you watched it that next to mm-hmm. another movie from a decade later, it's not hard to see the advancements. Yeah. I mean, speaking of filming at the same time, joking, but they said when they were filming, or not at the Vatican, but when they were filming in Italy. In attempting to be around the Vatican, they yeah. uh, they were getting crazy crowds, obviously, just because yeah. they were trying to film in crowds, and so they were getting a lot of gawking and like not not look, just walking, not around. people just being existing, and so they set up a fake movie elsewhere in town oh, nice. with like girls in bikinis and and literally geared more people to essentially go that way and then film what they could, which I thought was kind of clever. Use the mask. <laughs> <laughs> to your point about having some issues, I had a couple of them. Here we go. Take it, technicalities. It's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so when they decide to go to China and they're doing the, he's going to do the slingshot and fall onto the roof. And all, the guys on the top of the roof are just sitting there talking to each other like, like there's no wind, no And what noise. do the baseballs really do? Other than call attention to the fact that attack is about to come. <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair. Yeah, I would have liked to see one of them get hit. And if they could just be shooting baseballs, why couldn't they just take the guys out from that's, a, a sharp That's what shooter? I'm saying. You're right. You're like, why did he have to shoot them sliding down? Yeah. That didn't really make sense, right? No. Yeah. No, we got a flaw. But it looked it looked great. You know, him him sliding, almost sliding off that roof. You know, it was, it was a good, good scene, good sequence. But yeah. No, absolutely. you literally could argue that that baseball sh- yeah. scene is almost completely and utterly pointless <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, someone's about it means something's happening hey hey look around more time to be yeah more time to, to look around to get alert see Tom pay attention swinging over <laughs> and then this is the biggest one when he goes and he stops his heart yeah kill me right <laughs> uh kill you, me to then kill me you or, can't restart your heart by just doing cpr as a nurse, she would have known that. Like she would need to be shock him again. Yeah, you got to shock him again because if you shock it to stop it, pumping it, like it would have kept him. It would have kept the blood flowing. But yeah, he's not just gonna sit up all of a sudden. Uh, especially he, he was dead for a really long time. It was it was quite, a, quite <laughs> right. A I thought that was gonna be your complaint. I was like, he was out for like a really long time. <laughs> I thought she was gonna shock him again. I thought so too. CPR. I thought he was just gonna exactly get a couple more wires and yeah. bring it back down and yeah, bring him back up. But no, just apparently, just bump his heart a couple times, prime it up, and then boom. No, doesn't yeah. happen that way. I mean, you can't kill Ethan Hunt that easily. <laughs> no, you could have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you really could have. Yeah. But like I said, the beginning. This is. This is akin more to a Bond film because I guess I didn't realize this that the IMF is a division of the CIA. Mm-hmm. I didn't don't think I knew that. I don't. In I the don't beginning. think. Yeah, I don't think. I don't, I don't know if it's mentioned in the TV show or something, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't really get that. But it seems. Yeah, it's very spy. Covert. CIA. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess now that like 
when you go in thinking that, like, again, like I said in the first one, it was more of the espionage, the kind of spying and not necessarily the the trained killers or whatever like yeah. that. But as we've gotten to these later ones, you're like, oh, yeah, these are, you know, your Jason Bournes, your yeah. James Bonds, like that type of action hero. And that's what they're going to be. And it's like, I like that. But again, continue to give me these gadgets. I want the freeze spray. I want the the winch on your belt. And I yeah. want the small camera that I can then put in front of the security camera. And, you know, I want, as you know, we'll get into the some other better ones. tech coming. Yeah, we got a lot of good tech coming in the in the next one, but yeah, that's what I really enjoyed. Like, keep building that tech up, or the the what is that the bomb that he threw that like boomerang bomb that yeah. went and stuck <laughs> and sticks. Got some up. more magnets. We got magnets for Martin. <laughs> Quite a throw. <laughs> right? How do they work? <laughs> Nobody knows. Ask the insane clown posse. <laughs> one of those. Uh, this wasn't necessarily a technicality, albeit it felt like an unnecessary putting themselves in too tight of a spot was when they apparently only had two hours to make that they're in China. They had two hours to make this work. They had 48. <laughs> I mean, you didn't really know how long he was taking. Like, can't you say 12? Like you have nothing. You have no supplies, no nothing. Yeah. And, and apparently you have two hours and it's all yeah, good. They, they definitely jumped like, those 46 you're hours. You're jumping anyway, but like, why not jump? Like, all right, we have 12 hours. Yeah. Okay, now I can believe you can get some stuff. Two hours is not happening. <laughs> yeah, get some rope, and we're going to do this whole swing thing. They got a baseball. You couldn't get a baseball shooter in two hours. I'm just telling you that now. Not in Shanghai. You want a toe? I can get you a toe. You can do that over here. Not in Shanghai. It doesn't happen. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. Yeah. See, you're, you're gonna, you're you gonna specifically be- put yourself into a two-hour window, and it just didn't need to happen. It didn't need to happen. You're going to suspend some disbelief anyway, so I guess <laughs> yeah, all of it. There's no way if they're like, we have 12 hours, that someone would be like, well, how long was he locked up? That seems like a lot of time. No. That seems like a, still a short amount of time. No? All right. No, I'm with you. Did you get any Jesse Plemons vibes from Philip Seymour Hoffman? I feel like... How dare you? I feel like Jesse could get to that level eventually. I don't know wow. why, but I was just seeing the, the, the role and in this one. I was like, I can you see, see Jesse two Pl- blonde people and you just think they're automatically the same. I mean, two blonde white guys are, might as well be the same person. <laughs> well, pretty, pretty you know he's going to be Jew Jim Gaffigan comedy. <laughs> pretty, I mean, those three are. There's, there's a direct link between Jesse Plemons, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and Jim Gaffigan for sure. It's their hair. Oh, a different, a different. No, they're like pasty and rotund, and there's something, (laughs) there's something there. Um, But yeah, I I know what you're saying. Like, Philip Seymour Hoffman was obviously one of our, one of our, one of our greats. So good. And and like we like we said, we wouldn't have thought that Jesse Plemons would have been what would have been one of the best actors to come out of Friday Night Lights, but. He's but get, he's he's getting there, and you know this year's Power of the Dog, the best movie of all, of all time, as just we know. Don't ask Sam Elliott <laughs> or do, <laughs> depending on which rant you want. The hero we 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 didn't know we needed. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I I could see that. I could see him getting, and he and that was what initially when he showed up in Breaking Bad as being like a really good villain. I was like, whoa, yeah, uh, uh, Landry's got range, you know. So. So we'll see. Landry we'll see where he continues to go. <laughs> <laughs> like it was nothing. <laughs> and um, then my last uh, franchise, you know, checklist item yeah. was the pop star variant of the Mission Impossible theme, and this one was Kanye's. Which, um, when I was doing my research, I couldn't find exactly whether or not he produced it because part of it, 
part of the research I said was that Michael Giacchino was in charge of all of it, of all the music. All the music, okay. And so I don't know if the song, but the song was obviously the impossible song is attributed to Kanye, Kanye and Twista. And then Kanye was credited, I think, for doing the Mission Impossible variant. So I don't know if that was his production or whatever. But again, like we had it with Limp Bizkit. We had it with U2. Mm-hmm. Or and it's very Bond too, right? Like having a yeah the, the Bond song. Right. Having like a pop star do, mm-hmm. do the song. So um, that's you know one of the things that continues to come. So Was that in... Wait, was that in Ghost Protocol though? or So in Ghost Protocol, which we'll talk about now, is that I did not find... A pop star variant. Okay. The uh, checklist is falling apart. Oh, man. No, the checklist is still there. It's just missing answers. <laughs> <laughs> there's just boxes unchecked. There, There's one one the box unchecked. Exists. Again, Giacchino is back okay. for the score. Abrams moves on to producer. Yep. And you bring in Brad Bird to direct, who is the director of The Incredibles, which... I feel like you love The Incredibles. The Incredibles yeah, is really fun. Yeah, this feels fun. like you have really elevated Brad Bird on your own world. I was I was very surprised when I found out that he was directing this because mm-hmm. obviously I knew of him from The Incredibles and yep. I really enjoyed that. But then I was like, really a Mission Impossible? But you go and watch this movie and it's it's a lot of fun, like all the way around. I just I think I really enjoyed it. So I give him probably more credit than most people should. Or I don't know would, but I thought he just did a really good job taking the franchise to the next level. Yeah, I th- I, th- I mean I think it's the best the best one yet, right? So. Um, for for sure. I mean, it, he hasn't done that many. Um, he hasn't directed that many movies. So yeah, I think that's why you're saying you're you're surprised at that. It's like yes, he gets a he got a first shot at a really big budget, big movie, and and did a good job. So well, he did Iron Giant. Yeah, and then he did The Incredibles. Yep. I so, think what Martin said I'm still saying, stands. Like live action. Yeah. You oh, know, live, live action. action I see. What you're I guess saying, I yeah. didn't say live action, but yes, that's what what I meant. Like outside of. You know, animation. Your, <laughs> your counter to that was he did Live Giant, uh, Iron Giant, Iron, Iron Giant, Giant, which yeah. is a which is a good movie. That's Got fine. a lot of heart too. Nothing, not even in the world of conversation. <laughs> he directed the Bart do the Bartman video <laughs> music video. Love that early Simpsons cred. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get those in there. But then for this one, what my, else? What else we got? Go my, down the checklist. Mission delivery is the old payphone. Yeah, which he has to like go back. Do you like that touch? The the. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like I didn't I didn't love it but I, I don't uh, I don't mind inserting humor and you know th- if they're gonna do something like this like a checklist like we have to do something and do something clever do something new I'm all I'm all for whatever I might not have loved it but I'm glad that they they, they tried yeah <laughs> I thought it was a nice subtle like realization that hey or even a call out like I would think a lot of people might not even have caught it mm-hmm. if it didn't and so I thought it was a nice way to kind of just make light of it. Yeah. I have a heart. <laughs> Martin. <laughs> uh, the death of an IMF agent. Our boy uh, Sawyer. Yeah. Uh, lost alum. Lost alum. Josh Holloway. <laughs> I thought maybe, because I saw his name pop up, so I'm like, oh, he's going to be in this. But like, oh, oh, he's in it right out of yeah, the gate. Right, right out of the gate, but then he's Our uh, he's action intro and, yeah. uh, is him, not what you expect to see coming out of the door, I think, is you expect it to be Tom Cruise. Right, yeah. And yeah, you get uh, Sawyer, and I was like, "Damn, short-lived <laughs> run for uh, for Josh." To that point on the intro, what did you guys think of basically the trailer for the opening credits? So I literally made the same note because uh, I hated it. Yeah, I did too. And I was like, "Did you catch that, Martin?" Yeah, but didn't they kind of do that in the other ones too? I feel like the first no, one had no. some scenes from. I don't want to say a hundred percent that you're wrong, 
I this is but you noticed it a lot more. I noticed it more like, in this one. Yeah, too. this was this was specific. I mean, it yeah. was you were supposed to notice it, and it was like a complete telling of the movie. Yeah. with scenes brief, obviously, but I was just like, yeah, I don't like this. Is a mistake. You're right. I agree, one hundred percent. Like you didn't need to do that. Yeah, because they just went through and they're like, hey, here's a clip from this part, and here's a clip from this part, and we're going to show yeah. you this part, and you're yeah. just like... No, thank you. Aw. What about the uh, Bond connection with uh, Leah Sado? Leah Sado? Is that... Yeah. I just... I, I thought that was that was interesting. And this is this is before she, do, she does Bond or after? Well before. Well, well before. before. Okay. Well yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. This is... Yeah. 11 years ago. Before. And when was Spectre? Because that's when she was first in, right? Yes. But that would have been 16. 17 but after okay yeah. that's fine your big name actor for the imf lead tom wilkinson tom wilkinson from, from? Michael, michael clayton <laughs> <laughs> from, from our pod when we talked about michael clayton yeah um and again short short-lived he's i think he's a he's a good actor and uh kind of would have been maybe nice to see a little bit more but but that's kind of what they do i guess is just give them they like to have these like you like to your point these big Big actors that just come in for like a little bit, like Anthony Hopkins, and yeah. just a short scene. Pick up that quick paycheck, yeah, and step out. 2015 for Spectre. Okay. Got it. They didn't go heavy on the masks, although they wanted to. They wanted to. They I, really I like, wanted to. I like that. Almost made light of the fact they couldn't. Yeah, they tried and it failed. Yeah, and they're just like, ah, oh, we're just going to go in, and hopefully, hopefully, they haven't met, which added a little some drama, and it was yep. it was good. I thought that whole scene um, was great. And Tom Cruise running. I mean, that was one of the more thrilling when he when he outside takes that big building. yeah outside the building and your rope is too short. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. No shit. <laughs> um, and he, uh, you're not gonna be surprised. That was all Tom Cruise. I mean, that that's what makes it look good, like because you could see that it's him yep. and it's not some kind of body double. They don't with need to do printed. hidden camera angles where right. you never see the person's face. Right. right. And it's it makes a difference. I know, but it's yeah, it'd be seventeen hundred feet up. And obviously, Liability no shortage crazy. of cables. They said the the only way he would have been hurt was if a plane would have hit the building while he was on. While he because there were so many cables up, like essentially connected. Arguably, the safest spot to me is, is out there when you're Tom Cruise. But but it's crazy. I mean, to yeah. think and yeah, I mean, but he still had to do it. And it's, right. there's something to that. I mean, that's that's impressive that that he's willing to, especially considering his stature. Yeah, and he and he keeps in shape. Every everyone right. is oh, almost arguably, yeah, he's not young and arguably getting like better in better shape as these movies go on. So it's kind of yeah. crazy. So to that, there was I counted at least three, but now I'm thinking about there was four of those either climbing or falling stunts. Mm-hmm. Um, him on the building, him in the parking garage, falling through the with the car and fighting mm-hmm. um, oh, that, that, Michael that Nyquist. Then Jeremy Renner going yeah. down the, the shaft, doing the his own homage without cables when he jumps down. Yeah. Yes. Him. Right before the, the blade. Did you yeah. jump? I jumped. Should I have jumped? <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Um, actually. And Renner just great in everything. Hold on. Right? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. And then, sorry, keep going. Sorry. The last, the last one is actually in the beginning with Josh Holloway who throws the inflatable bag. Oh yeah. And he jumps off the roof. That's a nice, <laughs> uh, that was a nice one. Didn't know what he threw at first. Yeah. You just see him throw something and then jump. You're like, Oh, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> um, Good call, good call. That's that's four. Renner, great, right? And in uh, almost everything, it was just a just a welcome. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Too. And and yeah, I I, I kind of remembered that he does more. You know, he's not just the analyst, but he plays that really well in the beginning. So I didn't remember enough, and I I kept I was initially convinced that he was going to be bad. Yeah, you know, 
He obviously I had see a, that. he had a secret, right? Which wasn't that bad right. in the grand scheme of things, but I couldn't remember it, and I was like, "Oh, he's like the yeah. double agent. He's the Billy Crude up in this movie." <laughs> and even right? the way he was like sizing him up, and then it was like it just kept happening. Then he was kicking ass a lot, and it's like, "Okay, oh, yeah, there's more here." Yeah, but yeah, it, it wasn't that they said. And uh, Renner was essentially brought in, a la the Bourne franchise. He was brought in essentially, I think. With the, the thought that if Cruz stopped doing these, it was going to be Renner who essentially took over I the could franchise. Definitely see that. But then Cruz <laughs> just like, yeah, I still got like five, six more of these. <laughs> <laughs> Does this get him the Bourne franchise? Or I don't know. It's a valid question. I mean, yeah, I was wondering if this his role in this led to him being in the Bourne legacy. I mean, it, I think like I said, Pete Renner, he was having a moment there for a yeah. while, I and mean, he yeah. he Hurt was locker, and then he his chops were there. He was he could do action drama. I mean, so I think he was I, I, hard to say maybe specifically that it was this, but he definitely was. Yeah. I think his last his three like ending with this one was Hurt Locker, Thor, and then this, which then leads obviously to the to, Marvel yeah, MCU to franchise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hurt Locker was oh eight, and I feel like that was kind of the. Oh hey, this guy! Right, the and, chops were there, and then the town was ten. Impos- Mission Impossible was eleven. Although I don't, who, literally, the town could have been. This could have been filmed before, right? As long as it took all of it to come out. But Born Legacy was twelve, so okay. possible. Hard to say for sure. But Avengers was also twelve. So I mean, yeah. he was already really. He was like, "Is there a franchise? I will take <laughs> any and all pieces. Give me a role in it." And it's, it was the Orlando Bloom effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get me involved in every big ass franchise that's out there right now. <laughs> Let me just roll them in. Also, not a terrible idea. <laughs> and then we have my actress getting out of an exotic car. My favorite of all time. Oh, whoa! <laughs> all all time oh, in this in this in these series in this series. Okay, I, I was like, let's not go Jelani and make some just <laughs> But I do, I do oh, love look. Paula Patton. Yeah, I felt like you even got Cruz just like. Yeah. Looking at her and just like I, re- I got- vividly remember that when um I because I saw this in the theater I remember I was just in New York and I'm like oh I'll check out I'll check out the new MI movie you know it's just late night and and yes I do remember like not really knowing who Paula Patton was and she doesn't really bring it until this scene and then like I had the same reaction Tom Cruise I'm like oh holy shit and then yeah. he he looks at her and he's like approvingly yeah gives her a little nod and I'm like yeah I get it Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's. Uh, I think I said uh, Paula Patton. Never not a good time to have Paula Patton in something. Yeah. When was was Deja Vu before this or after this? So I, I two, oh, 2006. So yeah. well, well before. Well before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I had seen her in that, but I, I just don't think I rec- recognized who it was or, or at the time. But now, now I know. Now I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then her in the the BMW uh, i8. So that was their like big concept car, and they unveiled it then. And again, got some good tech there. Changing, finding your your maps on the screen and just moving it over. Um, the people detector and making sure you don't run over people. Um, we had the masks again from Michael Nyquist. He was the only one that really got a mask. Yeah. Did you like him as a bad guy? Yeah. Yeah, kinda, I think he kind of fine. Yeah, he's not the big name, but he. I think he is. I think he fit what they were doing. Yeah, you know, I, I know him from the the girl with the dragon yep. tattoo um, uh, series, and, and I think we saw him, we, really we brought him up that. earlier a while back on another movie. And I think I said I was surprised he uh, was he in John John Wick's. He's in the first, yeah, John Wick's, first yeah. show. I came out, I was like R.I.P. because he is uh, he dies after that. Yeah, and I definitely didn't remember him as the bad guy in this, but 
I, I think I said when we did John Wick, I always thought he was awesome in the in the original Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. So yeah. um, he's he's really good. But the so uh, one thing I noticed about the Ethan got very like fighting like later on like fighting him. Ethan seemed to get very incapable. He just all of a sudden wasn't like a badass anymore. He was just kind of getting whipped up by this guy. I was like, felt like Nyquist was like old. I think he. Bro- I think they were trying to have have it be that he like broke, broke his, his ankle, broke his leg, like with the car rolling yeah. over him. So but that's it just why he felt was- like in general. And then I wasn't really sure what that what Nyquist's end game was by killing himself yeah. by grabbing it and falling into a secluded area, right? That he could <laughs> easily get to. I didn't fully understand. I was like, what? Okay, you you died, but was it because he didn't think he could stop it? Yeah, I think I think that he was thinking that it would it would give enough time to to where he wouldn't be able to stop it because he knew there was yeah. only a few minutes left before. But I was, yes, I, I, I literally. But I, was, I agree. I was, that was wasn't like, a, was that 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 was pretty pretty fucking stupid if you if you ask me. But yeah, I, I just I did make a note. I was like, all of a sudden, it was it wasn't quite the late late movie letdown that I feel like is kind of there, but I noticed all of a sudden it was like, oh, well, now all of a sudden Tom Cruise is just like, can't just get his ass kicked by right. a guy. By old by old man. By an old man <laughs> who really wasn't that old, but. Yeah. So we mentioned it in the intro that when they're on the train that they said, you know, we're all that's left of IMF. Okay. Wouldn't it that there have been other teams around the world that were already on missions when they all got disavowed? Theoretically. Okay. So they weren't the only ones left. But they had no help. Theor- I mean, if you want to... Okay, so it. fine. They're on We never own. know how big IMF is. You know, right. They never then, really say. But then at the end, Luther shows up, Ving yeah, Rhames. Right. He's like, oh, yeah, I just spent you know two weeks down on the San Francisco Bay or whatever. Yeah. So he was obviously still part of it. So that's what that was one of my... You're not the only ones left. You might be the only ones in your Let's sphere. Let's not be dramatic, Ethan. <laughs> right. Settle down. It's not just all Stop about you. trying to impress Renner. <laughs> and then bringing Benji back. I, I was I just going to say, I was like, we can't go. At, at some point, we need to talk about the greatness of Simon Pegg and mm-hmm. what he brought to what I would say was a turning point in the franchise. Uh, small role in three, um, kind of, and which, by the way, was not originally him. It was originally a different British actor slash comedian. Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> Just kidding. It was Mr. B. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you had me sold for a second there. Yeah. Um, it was Ricky Gervais. Oh. Initially. Was gonna, I, I mean, I love Ricky. It was going to be a Tom Cruise ally, the, a la the role that was eventually uh, Simon Pegg. Okay. Um, and, see, I don't know if it was Pegg just... They liked what they saw briefly or what, but it's he's crucial to the the team element. That like I don't mind looking at Paula Patton, but like right. in the grand scheme of things, Simon Pegg's bringing a lot more. You to always that. need to have that guy on the on you know on the on the phone on the computers. But doing it's that, all that, but it's stuff. also the humor. It's just yeah, it's, they, it's what I'm saying like yeah. a funny funny version or whatever, a, a funny person, a little comic relief. But yeah, you need to have someone that he can talk to that. Provides yeah. a little bit of, of back and forth and and adds add a little drama and I think they figured they finally figured because they killed Emilio in the first one yeah could have been him <laughs> but you know because they under, underutilized that in the in, in the first one but by here they by now they know that that's kind of important well to and they the even, formula there was a quote I think in there he said something along the lines of like this is like a dream come true you know for me yeah, for me um, being out on the field 
Well, with him, with, though. Yeah. With Cruz. And so they're obviously – they just have a really good – their dynamic works really mm-hmm. well. And I I do think that that was it's, – it's less so in three, but it, it obviously continues and grows in four, and, and it will continue beyond. Yep. And I think that's a very crucial – it goes along with some of the other things that happened that steering this in the right direction. Is yep. They found a very perfect complement to in the team. I, I agree. Like, you need – Need the guy in the chair, the guy yeah. on the computer, and and it wasn't always going to be Luther, right? Um, so you brought in Simon Pegg, and I think he does a great job with the comic relief. It's like the, it's like ludicrous in in fast fast movies. <laughs> I, I saw something where Pegg apparently after Shaun of the Dead was kind of like bl- it blew up, and people were like, "Are you going to try to keep acting?" And he literally, and I think it was in four or five, whenever that movie came out, said, "It's not like I'm going to be in Mission Impossible three as a throwaway line." Wow. And was in Mission Impossible 3. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so what I want to know now is, as we've seen the four films, how do you rank them? Oh, I was going to ask that question too, but for me it's very easy. I think it's pretty um, easy for me too. Yeah, probably reverse order. Oh, four, three, one, two for me. Four, three, two. Is one, by two. far the worst one in my opinion so far. No, probably four, three, two, one for me, yeah. I'm with Brady. Yeah, yeah. I figured you guys It's would not. I mean, it's <laughs> not. <laughs> not debatable, really. So what I'm taking I away, I think Rotten Tomatoes. I looked at Rotten Tomatoes, and they would they would uh, agree with you guys. Oh, really? By like ten by like ten points or so. I mean that two is just really really shitty. But it didn't. It, like I said, it got like fifty or something, and one got like sixty or sixty five or something like that. So well, if you remember, but when we were talking about this, I think we all thought we didn't really like one, and we talked about it mm-hmm. last week, and we all liked it a lot more than we thought mm-hmm. we did. Two just isn't good. Yeah, somehow for some reason I like the sequels just like I like Too Fast and Furious yeah. more than more than other people did. Yeah, but I was gonna I would, to that point though. I was gonna say if you're making a franchise and you're gonna make several you know sequels, don't get a guy named John to direct your second one because nobody's <laughs> gonna like it. Well, <laughs> somebody will. <laughs> the masses not a fan. Give of me that John's. butter on that bagel. <laughs> As always, thanks for listening. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Before it does, please subscribe wherever you listen and give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks, and go to bed. didn't talk about that cool the cool tech of the hallway yeah oh yeah which i let i i brought up it's going to be a better tech coming up in the next one that was the cool tech which by the way said was actually in the show in the 60s oh that kind of a thing that that idea that tech was or obviously not the quite the tech but that yeah yeah, that came from specifically oh interesting and that was also a time when uh the silence was necessary Remember I talked about in the first one, there was like, there's too much silence and there was just like no noise or whatever. Yeah. This one, I was like, oh, there's a lot of silence. Yeah. But it just it, made the clicker of the. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't really get it. But yeah, uh, I thought I, him, there's no way him opening that door wouldn't have made a bigger sound. Like every time that you see someone open a huge like vault door, it always goes. <laughs> and then this time it's like. 
no zero sound it's like no way dude but yeah that was just that was very cool very cool part and and a very tense scene and and simon Pegg was funny you know just standing in front of the 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 picture before it rendered Mm -hmm. yeah 